Welcome to the podcast for the 41st Annual Hawaii International Film Festival presented by Holly Kalani. My name is Anderson Lay and I'm the Artistic Director for the festival. My guest is Kelly E. Grace, the filmmaker behind Ala Moana Boys. We'd like to extend our thanks to the Nichols Family Film Fund and Film Hawaii for sponsoring this film as part of the Made in Hawaii Shorts Film Showcase. Kelly, welcome to the show. Aloha. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mahalo. So your your film uh, role premiered uh, just a few nights ago. Actually, yeah, yeah, like on uh, last Thursday, I believe, right? So, yes. uh, how was that experience for you? Oh, it was really overwhelming, but in a good way. Um, I had a lot of family and friends there, um, and just other filmmakers that I haven't seen in person for a really long time. So, um, overwhelming experience, but really good to be in person um, for a festival. Yeah, it was great to have it at the Consolidated Award Theaters on the big screen. I mean, how does it, I mean, we talked earlier before this conversation, like, uh, it's a little surreal for you. Was it because it was the first time you were in the theater for a long time? Oh, def- yeah, yeah, I haven't been in the theater for over two years, I think, a little over two years, so just to be in a theater yeah. but it, and showing my own film was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so talk about Ala Moana Boys, like, it's based on a very infamous case here in Hawaii, can you talk about the Massey case? Yeah, so um, it's a, it's a, like you said, it's a really famous case uh, based in the 1930s, where um, um, a bunch of kids were wrongly accused, and at the end of this, not even at the end of this case, but um, a, a tragedy happens with with the murder, and also the murderer is getting away with it. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a really big deal back then. Um, it made national news. It still is a, a big deal for um, for uh, the the legal community. Mm-hmm. Like this is studied actually in schools, um, and, and and it's just a case that needs to be remembered, but um, not in not in the tragic. I, I believe not in the the most tragic way, but um, in hopefully uh, to to heal. Yeah, uh, I mean obviously, I mean you know, and definitely it was like racially motivated racially scapegoated you know and uh so um but um yeah so interesting because it's such a it is like you know especially if you're from hawaii you know of this case or in some one form or the other you know and it like you said it was definitely studied in law school and whatnot uh in you know kind of modern hawaii history what was your approach to 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 this you know historic incident why why did you choose this approach of um Basically capturing just basically the night of, um, you know, and mainly mainly the kind of like main part of the film is really just a conversation between all the all the young men, right, uh, holding together in one of the characters' homes, right, sister's home. So. Right, right. Bef- so before I s- explain it, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I actually didn't know a lot about the case, just mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, it wasn't taught when I was in school. Oh, interesting. Either okay. that or I didn't listen too well. <laughs> yeah. um, but... Uh, it made me really upset to to hear this and 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 to process it so um hearing the story and and reading books and all this kind of stuff it it really um bothered me that it was always told from this perspective of the case Mm -hmm. and putting the this massey family um on the pedestal so and i always wondered what these boys might have felt like um, right. during this whole because t- there wasn't much um documented uh, about these boys it, and it was really sort of in a negative way if it was documented so um i wanted to change that narrative and, and and try to show something that 
might have been happening during that time and 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 also i connected with these boys this could have been me and my friends mm -hmm. so um i just I, i wanted to start from there and, and pay tribute to these 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 boys first and with the main scene with the main scene being the five boys after they got um after they were targeted mm -hmm. and still being accused of th this wrongdoing um i wanted to sh put that on in the spotlight and, and right. feel and, and have people see and feel what they might have been going through. No, that's interesting. I mean, you know, that's actually an interesting perspective because what you basically you learn about the masking it's just basically kind of a textbook kind of explanation of it all. I mean, it's almost like a footnote in a way, you know. So I think you're trying to humanize, put a face to the, basically the victims who Absolutely. are yeah. So. Yeah. So talk about the casting. Like, how did you get the, you know, how, what was the casting process for these guys? I mean, who are the main actors? So the main actors from the boys' side, um, Ioane Goodhue plays Joe. Um, Brandon Finn plays uh, Ben. Aiden Fengzi plays uh, David. Uh, Randall, Randall Gallius plays uh, Horace. And Isaac plays um, Henry. Mm. Um, these are all local boys, mm -hmm. born and raised over here. Um, I, I really wanted to make that uh, the the top of my choices. They need to be from here. Right. That I believe in in um, an honest performance, and you can't really act uh, uh, certain things from Hawaii. Like, like people speaking will pigeon. Know. Speaking pigeon is a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking pigeon is a big one. Uh -huh. Like if if there's just a little little. Thing that people recognize they're like that guy isn't from here yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. then it then you lose all that authenticity right so um we put out a casting call we got a lot of you know interested folks but um we we didn't we didn't exactly just get everyone from one casting call i had to like search yeah 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 i had to search through right. different places to different connections mm -hmm. and it, it wasn't too bad of a process actually we went we had some zoom zoom readings and this and that like it was a little different than the traditional way yeah but um we ended up finding everyone and they actually do look like the boys from what the pictures that we got yeah like, they yeah, look yeah, very yeah. similar you actually did a kind of a matching thing in a way I did. right yeah yeah so i did and um and i believe that each each uh person's personality mm -hmm. i thought might fit with what what we gathered would be the the real boys personality right so, right 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 um yeah just is kind of that meant to be sort of feeling when, when we did cast i mean it's very hard to make a film especially an indie film and this is a not only that's a period film so talk about the challenges of like you know costuming getting it like you know like um i guess visually historically accurate right so we actually chose the scenes uh, that we did choose because of that. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to shoot in one location or two. And um, for the wardrobe, a friend of mine, he just recently bought out a, a wardrobe company or a props company uh, during COVID. And that was the same props company that provided all the Waterman um, costume. Oh. Okay. So if you watch the Waterman, you might oh, recognize. Oh, the, the, the documentary. Yeah, the okay, one that just, that yeah, just yeah, premiered. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. We got all the all that whole wardrobe yeah. to to our disposal 
to, so we could choose anything that we was wanted. that like your guy was like was it a fire sale or something I, I, I think I think he's like new business opportunity no so his friend who owned the company he's uh -huh. like oh I want to get out of this business because it's during COVID so Got he it. bought it for I think something cheap but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he's like hey you can uh, you can use whatever you want so I'm like yeah. okay so that was like a big part of the budget that we didn't have to worry about so, so you had like all these like old timey wimey type of like costumes that we you did to your disposal right well the main the main stuff we had but i had to get little odds and ends from sure. e ebay you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, amazon yeah, yeah. um so yeah we just i just tried to be creative and yeah. and how we how we made everything look and feel authentic mm -hmm. and I, th I think it worked out for what we had as far as budget right was, you know. and then talk about like you know kind of the main part of the film again we go back to that conversation with all the 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 guys like in the house right mm -hmm. basically all in the, in the living room in a way and it's it's interesting because it's different from the rest of the film it's almost shot like a play so you can talk about that so um my inspiration comes from a director called beat takeshi i'm sure you oh yeah know of him. yeah okay sure I, i'm Absolutely. a big fan of uh yakuza films uh -huh. um especially beats uh stuff um, uh -huh. and the way I always look at his films, like showing like emotion, just really long, drawn out shots of like a, a portrait shot or something. Sure. Like that. It's very simple though. He just has you know has a wide and cuts to a tight or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and just almost like an awkward thing. But I love it. So um, I had all the guys just kind of study a little bit about what who he is, and I said that's what I want, and that's so what I'm gonna do. Takeshi's films. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I sent him some clips of yeah, yeah, yeah. all my favorite Yakuza films um, that he made, and yeah, um, yeah and it's, it did sort of come out like almost a play, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. different, yeah, sure, yeah. So, uh, but that that was, and, and I wanted them to be on uh, in that spotlight in that way, like really get the raw version of them, and not ha and being very simple right. on my end, mm -hmm. but capturing wh who they are, mm -hmm. you know, like hundred percent raw. That's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because like you, know, you see a lot of heightened emotions and like, um, yeah. So it's like, a, um, it's almost jarring in sometimes some parts, right? So it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, so and, and uh, a friend of mine, uh, Kanoa, he's he he's living in LA, but he does a lot of uh, uh, sound design and and scoring. He 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 did the score for that just that scene. Okay. So I was really lucky to get him to to you know go along with the waves in that in that scene. Yeah. I thought. It was really crucial. We had some other music that I just had, and and my producers were like, nah, "I don't like this," and I'm like, "Me neither." So we, we had to score it to to make it proper and, and fit because mm. that was our big scene really for right. the film. Yeah. I think in the Q and A you talked about uh, you are are you from the the music world in a way, or because like you talk about music a lot in the Q and A. Yeah. And even the f the film ends with a kind of like a, a hip hop song, right? Which right. is like. Or it's a rap song, right? It's, it's, so a, it's a rap, yeah. yeah rap song, yeah, yeah. Rap yeah. Song. Uh -huh. So, like, yeah, so, like, it's, uh, you know, it's like, um, just talk about that, you know, like, because I mean, the film itself has a lot of music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a music lover. I'm not a musician. Okay. Um, all my friends are. Um, my background is a lot in, into music videos. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, I, I, I just love music in that way where it can, it can inject a feeling um, where, where I need it to. Mm -hmm. Um so, you know, I, I thought music would play a big part, especially with the Hawaiian community. Yeah. Uh, with the with the intro song, my cousin Kihei Nahalea, he created that song especially mm -hmm. for for this film and for the boys. If mm -hmm. we're to translate that, it actually talks about the boys and where they're from. Right. 
So everything is meaningful in that way, especially with the music. Mm -hmm. So um, in the end, if you were to hear the entire song, I cut it in half, actually. Right, right, so right, right. the lyrics are really strong um, to, to go back to the boys and, and what they went through. So I like to use music as a way to um, to guide to guide yeah. people with, with the story. Yeah. Now, were those original compositions made for the movie? Absolutely. For, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all original. All right. Yeah. Was it? Uh, and then you kind of like just enlisted your these musicians, you know, these like songwriters, just go for it, or did you it have a lot of like input in it as well? No, it was a total go for it moment. It, it, it's sort of scary because you're sort of waiting on people. I mean, it's <laughs> you not, don't know what's going to end up for you. Right. End up with right. Right. Yeah. So you just have to have faith that it's going to end up how it should mm -hmm. and it did um but for people that aren't used to that way mm -hmm. uh, more the traditional way like my producers got a little bit scared they're like hey when is this going to be done i'm like i i can't tell you when it's got it'll it. just be done yeah so um just waiting for the musicians to feel the right thing and, and the right moment and um you know it really took us for each song it it took us a few hours actually but oh. just getting to that point is is kind of difficult yeah um, yeah it's it's sort of a waiting game but right. the the artist is is like me they, they have to wait for the right moment the right feeling and then mm -hmm. when they have that then they're like okay let's do it right so so i mean you 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 shot many music videos i think you also um work a lot in the i would say the tourism industry when it comes to branded content right and yeah. uh even wedding photography and whatnot like it's like what made you decide to transition into kind of filmmaking into filmmaking your own your own films basically your, your own stories well I, I think it happened organically but i i feel that or I, I see a lot of films coming out that um portray a story from here but not maybe not necessarily um doing it in the way i would like to see it and view it so rather than complain about someone else's film i should just make my own mm -hmm. you know i I'm the sort of person that's like I, I'm done. I, I don't like to complain about something. Just if you if you want to change something, you got to do it yourself or get something done. Like you, you can't just complain to the person. So, really, that's sort of how I started um, wanting to do more film work. Um, mm -hmm. Like you said, I do more um, the the commercial side, TV production, uh, broadcast. Um, I think film was a little more like a longer sort of um process that um i i don't usually have time for so if i do do something with film then it has to be my own project because then i can kind of juggle back and forth with mm -hmm. it and and be able to work on it but yeah that's uh, i'm hoping that i can do more film work right as part of my actual work and not have sure, to just sure. yeah, like yeah, put yeah. it on the side exactly yeah. i mean we all have to you know it's all a hustle right so yeah. uh to pay the bills and whatnot right. so so like it's like um for Almawana boys literally this is the world premiere and literally the you know quote unquote the the delivered a wet print you know and that's only as in like it was just finished for the screening yeah. right so I mean so it's very much in its infancy of of mm -hmm. its festival kind of uh you know release and you know whatever future releases you have for mm -hmm. distribution what other projects are you developing? Um, well, first I want to say that. That was the main goal was to make HIF the premiere. That was it was no ifs ands or buts. And I'm like we gotta come out at home first. This is this is for home first. Uh, but whatever else is in the on the horizon, it's it's gonna be it's gonna have to do with making films here with the people here. So I really wanna 
really create um, mm -hmm. strong mm -hmm. roots uh, with filmmakers here and just create a hui and and just encourage everyone to just keep going and doing what they're doing and, and hopefully make a living out of. Uh, uh, that's that's uh, a big goal of mine is to to bring our people and our workforce mm -hmm. and to mm -hmm. be able to make these films instead of having you know outside sources and whatnot. So um, really just want to keep the roots here and just continue yeah. with their films. So do you have a good um, team that you've you've come up with that you develop you know a working relationship with other uh, crew members and whatnot DPs you name it yeah Some well guys. so my DP Ryan Miyamoto who's well known out oh, there yeah, sure, yeah. he's he's actually my cousin so my mom's <laughs> brother that's his dad so so Hawaii man so Hawaii yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so um, he's gonna always be my main DP okay. my younger brother is actually I want to get in there too but he's I don't know he's being weird but. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's a brother thing. But, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, you love them, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, I have everyone in the crew is either family or really close. Got but it. But I, I want to extend that to, to just everyone else out there. So the um, the premiere really showed me that, you know, the the crews out here are strong, like Hawaii crews. So I'd really like all of us to get together to do some big stuff, bigger mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm hoping that we can all get together and and have features instead of short films sure. or a series that's that's really i want to see some big stuff yeah, out yeah, from yeah. Us. yeah yeah so i'm sure you have your you have a lot of ideas already we i do i do um more for alamana boys um hopefully an episodic or something like that right um there's there's just so many stuff coming out um i just got asked a f by a friend to do a, a bl drama i don't know if you guys are familiar oh, with bl in interesting hawaii bill actually like a boy love yeah Oh, okay. Tell yeah. me what BL is. I mean, I know what BL is, but yeah. uh, tell it to the audience so, what BL is. Boy Love. Oh, there's a lot of Japan stuff here, you know? Like, so, it's like yeah, my, Takeshi, BL. My, no, so like, my wife is from Japan. Okay, got it. I, I, I've been in the Japanese community for a long time. I, I look like I'm just a moke, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up in Hawaii Kai. All my friends are either Japanese, Chinese, Korean, or okay, Filipino. I only it. had a couple Hawaiian friends. But, got it. Um, yeah, that, yeah, my background is very Asian, actually. Okay. So BL, um, BL, yeah, yeah, that was that's pretty interesting, but um, yeah, I got, I, I'm still trying to see if I want to do it or not. But, no, but uh, explain what BL, BL is. BL, yeah, yeah. uh, maybe the short. Yeah, thing short. Yeah, is yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, like two guys getting together. It's, it's it means boy love. Boy love, uh, yeah. Uh, it could be as G, PG, maybe R. Like sure. All, all the like, there's Korean. Filipino, yeah. uh, Japanese, Japanese, the yeah, Japanese yeah. are manga, the ones that started yeah, with the manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there is an interesting project that's coming, uh, coming up with a, actually a Hawaii version. Wow. Of BL. So yeah, um, it's I, fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of been in the works for a while, but finally it's coming alive more. So oh, that's we'll exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that you wouldn't expect someone like me to do. I guess. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, I do all kind of stuff that i just don't put it out there right, right, do right. all sorts of things yeah well bl you know also has a rabid female fan base right absolutely, so just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. <laughs> japan man japan i yeah. love japan i love japan i yeah, just yeah, i'm yeah. hoping to go back there soon me yeah. too yeah i think like you know i haven't traveled internationally in a while and yeah. like my first trip will be japan yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. Missed the food yeah, Mr. Uh, food, Mr. Culture, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was actually supposed to move to Japan before COVID happened. Oh, really? But that kind of changed all. Okay. Yeah, we're supposed to live half half, but oh. um, we're gonna, you know, go back to that plan maybe yeah. in the next year or so. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, yeah. hope you uh, can make it happen. Because you so have the too. best of both, you have the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Congratulations, Kelly. Thank you so for much for Alamoana Boys, and uh, you know we, we wish you the very best. Again, this is the very you know, beginning of your journey for the Alamoana Boys, and uh, hope to see you and have a very long life. And uh, we look forward to your future projects. Thank you so much, Lehef. Yeah. Mahalo. Absolutely. Thanks to our guest, Kelly Grace, filmmaker behind Alamoana Boys, for being on the show. We hope you enjoyed the remainder of the film festival, and we encourage over others listening to this to do the same whether in person or streaming online. Thank you all for listening. This has been the podcast of the 41st Annual Hawaii International Film Fest presented by Holly Kalani. Special shout-out to the After Bruce team for their support. You can learn more about them by visiting afterbruce.com. Also, shout-out to The Box Jelly in Honolulu for providing us with a space to record. Um, and also, shout-out to producer Lingo for making this all happen with the, these podcasts and my harebrained idea of making it happen. Uh, my name is Anderson Lay. For all you all you out there listening to this, on behalf of HIF, aloha and mahalo.